do you hear my fridge in the background? Because no, <laughs> I think but I'll guys... turn off. I mean, I will turn off the AC, which you might hear, because I'm just turning it on a little bit before we we, we potentially record. Uh -huh. Also, because the noise is gone. Yes. I mean, it could come back any time, but yes. But I don't hear your. No, I might hear your fridge. Can I turn on off my AC too? I can switch off my fridge. <laughs> I'm ready to talk. Let's do it. Okay. Right? I don't stop or I stop and we start again. Let's just start again. This is like the real deal. Hi everyone, this is Rahila Schwanten from Instituto Now and today I'm talking to my colleague Luis Mutabazi about the beauties and challenges of creating a podcast. I hope you enjoy going behind the scenes with us on this exciting process. <laughs> Taking this serious. I'm going to start with an unexpected question. Luis, what is your favorite moment in the production of a podcast? I think what I like most is the moment when we get um, the first edited version. Um, so after we recorded the interview, we worked on the script in silence most of the times <laughs> and, um, and sent it to the sound editor. Then when the first version of the episode comes back, I think this is one of my very exciting moments of, ah, let's see how it turned out. It's tense though, because I feel like it's this moment of... Did what we have in our mind really work out? Like, does it fit together? And sometimes, you know, there is a bit of a fear that, uh, yeah, the ideas wouldn't flow. Uh -huh. But normally it does, right? I feel like it's not, not, not so often that we feel like, oh, no, we have to reshuffle this. No, not so often. But sometimes you can, you can hear where transitions are needed or things like that, that you cannot really feel when you're just uh, working on the written uh, script. Yeah. And I think one of the parts where hearing is important is really hearing the guest or the person that was interviewed. Sometimes we take them out of context, right? So we need to be really careful with making mm -hmm. sure the cuts are, are right. So that's something that you can also hear once you really get to that stage that you just described. And the dogs and the noise. So I'm going <laughs> to mute myself and I'm going to have you talk a little bit more. Can you talk about uh, things that can go wrong? Oh, so many things can go wrong. Um, yeah, the platform we are using is quite easy to use, but sometimes we have surprises of, I don't know, we had so many different um, problems in different situations that you cannot be 100% sure that you will manage to work it well. <laughs> Um, so it can be connection problems, it can be microphone or echoes that are weird or someone sitting by a window with the, the sound of the, of the street or my fridge at the moment, um, whatever can come and, and disturb the recording. And um, what else can go wrong? I think what you're saying, just to, to add a thought here, we can never control. We're recording podcasts online and we cannot control nor understand exactly where the other person is at, right? So we're kind of inviting them. We're sending them a couple of uh, things to be careful with, but how they interpret that and how things 
is, are going to be, right? If somebody's going to uh, cut their grass in the background or something, we cannot really control these circumstances. <laughs> That's true. true story. And um, some people are really nervous to to talk in a podcast. As as soon as we start recording, they they change the rhythm, how they talk, how they breathe, even. And I've I did this recording with someone who was constantly moving, like constantly shuffling around the laptop, their position on this in the space, and it was very loud. Um, But I could see that uh, this person was just super nervous of being a part of this. So what can you do? You just chit-chat a bit longer about the weather, whatever you're <laughs> doing in the weekend, <laughs> things that are not very important for the podcast, and then hope for the best for the interview. Yeah, I think my worst fear is, and this is also something that has happened in the past, that somebody starts nervously clicking their pen <laughs> while they're talking and they're just in the middle of a brilliant answer, right? Because what we do is we ask the person to redo. We always let them finish. But then we say, can we just have that answer again? But it never comes out the same, right? So there is nothing like the magic of the spontaneous answer. Um, but yeah. Uh, as you said, uh, breaking the ice is definitely important at the beginning, right? It can it can help. Um, is are, are they done with the grass in your background? I think they're done with the grass. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, you uh, never know. Yes, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Um, I wanted to ask you also the question of what is your favorite moment in the production. I think my favorite moment comes earlier than yours. My favorite moment is when we open up and we look for ideas. I like to scout stories or be on the lookout for stories. And when we have our conversations of, oh my God, I heard about this or I met this person. Yeah, I think it's a very internal phase, right? Where we sit with our ideas and we discuss them, but there is a moment of a story ripening. And I think that's very, really exciting. And then sometimes we end up having meetings, right? We end up having a lot of meetings, meeting a lot of people. And some of these meetings end up being really funny. Can you talk a little bit about that? Uh, what you get from a website's organization is sometimes not exactly how people will talk about it. And even we can discover so many under layers of projects when actually meeting the person. And so we ended up having meetings with people will we cannot invite in our podcast, but we keep their reference and their contacts for other things. And sometimes we meet with people we're like, who, why, what? <laughs> This also yeah, happens. You're talking about one specific meeting, aren't you? <laughs> When we were in a meeting and uh, actually the other person was not expecting us, right? So we had a conversation that felt like it was not fitting but because there was a big misunderstanding behind it but they agree with you we often don't even know who's going to be the person that we're going to get to talk to from a certain organization uh, and sometimes the meeting ends up just being very awkward I remember a meeting we were in in which I saw on your face that you were thinking this is not going well this is not going well I don't think this is a fit I think we have different values um And then you just have to somehow find a closing to it, right? But it's part of this research to also meet with strange people, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I see it like this as well. <laughs> um, and I think when we think about podcast production, 
we forget about that part of the research, right? The, the, the many loose ends that end up not leading us anywhere or the stories that in the end don't make so much sense or we, we don't really believe in them anymore, so we, we let them go. So every story has a couple of loose ends behind it that we did not follow up with. So that's also an interesting way of, of looking at it. And the fact that we cannot interview everyone that we meet. And I think that's one of the sad things, right? I feel like we start the season and we choose some stories, but as we pro as we produce and we have a finite number of 10, 10 episodes that we can produce, we come across stories. And then we're like, how are we going to squeeze this in? Because this person is amazing. We could still talk about translation and hosting. Or what about we explain how many people it takes to get in touch with that specific person you want to talk to? Um, what I find interesting in recording this conversation with you is that our voices are not uh, present in the podcast or <laughs> are present but not very often in the podcast. We are not the hosts. We are staying backstage, basically. And... Um, I think this is a part when now with translation in German and French, we ended up doing voiceovers or hosts um, for a specific language that we speak. And it gives a little bit of a, um, I don't know, it's like a wink. Hey, these are the people who are working and doing all the other things that you never hear, but they're always there. <laughs> Yeah, I like I like this thought. It brings me to this middle piece that we haven't talked about, right? We talked about the scouting and looking for ideas and then getting the final product and refining it. But in between, there is the moment of the engineering, right? And Ariawa, our colleague, is not here, who's also a big part of this junk, where we re-record where we might have a narration being recorded by somebody who was not necessarily part of the interview so this is where all the secrets are being told but this is really the moment of putting things together and making them work right without taking anything out of context without losing the the essence of the story uh And I agree with you. Sometimes it's also nice to have a sneak peek behind the scenes and know, well, who are the people who are doing this? Um, and the other thing that you just touched upon is, is language, right? Uh, I feel like one thing that we have started working on is, is recording and producing in different languages. And I really want to do more of that because there's so much already being produced in English. Uh, and we happen to be a team that speaks different languages so yeah let's get more podcasts in other languages out there and i see really in the field of purpose driven organizations there is more and more uh, content being created in more languages uh, and i think that should also be our goal in terms of yeah of the podcast that we produce for instituto now and even for our clients okay in the list we still have pronunciation I think that's it. I think one of the challenges is that as we go to interview people from different parts of the world, there is a very interesting challenge, which is names. Uh, names of places, names of people, uh, names of organizations, right? And I feel like especially when we talk with voiceover actors, no matter how professional they are, this is a challenge, right? How do we pronounce those names? Uh, so I think this really requires special attention because we want to be 
representative. We want to be inclusive of, of those people. So I think that's how, what we have spent quite some time on as well, making sure we get that right, recording the person saying it, listening to it several times until we feel like we feel confident and also making sure that the narration will then represent it properly. I'm curious to know what are some of the areas, fields or possibilities that you want to explore more with podcasts? Um, I do listen to a lot of podcasts in different languages and so produced in different countries and different contexts. And um, what I admire in those, the podcasts that I like Uh, is always related to music and how, how music can play musical soundscape because sometimes it's not musical but uh, the things that are underneath the voices and that give them the light um, I think that's something I would like to to learn more about but also to work more precisely and to dedicate more time to in the future in in the podcast I will work on. Nice. So it's more into the direction of immersive audios and I, I really find that exciting too how we can help a listener to really travel to the places that we're trying to take them to and understand a little bit more with their senses what this person is living right or where their person is coming from uh, i think that's really exciting indeed well this is really out of the recording but maybe we we will say funny things so we'll shall just... we stop oh, no i'll just keep it running but can you show me with the camera how did you i know you cannot of course <laughs> i was about to ask you to show me how did you plug this microphone on your laptop but you cannot film your laptop with your laptop no but i can explain it to you i think um, so this here, microphone, it has a cable, right, but it's not the kind of sound cable. So this really needs a cable because this doesn't have a sound card. Um, and then it has a USB. So easy. Ah, so on the easy. Other end. Yeah, because exactly. So this always needs to be plugged in, right? It also takes electricity from the computer, so mm, it doesn't have okay. a battery. I hope you enjoyed today's Behind the Scenes. If you would like to listen to some of the podcasts that we have produced, you can follow us on social media or check the portfolio on our website. And if you have any good ideas for a podcast or a story, don't hesitate to reach out to me or Luis. Oh, I think we talked about everything. We talked about everything. We talked about a lot of things.